Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. Amen. Amen. Good evening. Thank the Lord. This is the Nordic Way Ministry. We have, I'm so happy to say, elders Frederick and Mariana Marley. For those of you in the chat room that know them, and those of you that don't, you're really, really in for a treat. We're going to ask those of you that have noise in the background, just while they're ministering, to put your phone on mute. And you can take it off when they, at the end. But we're going to turn it over to them, but I'm going to have a word of prayer and ask the Lord to bless us like he did on last night to continue yes. in that spirit. Yes. Heavenly yes. Father, we thank you, God. For still, they say you're not up on the mountain all the time, Lord, but I thank you. I've been on there for two days, Lord. <laughs> Hallelujah, God. I thank you. In the name of Jesus, Lord. You say what so we have asked in your son's name, not doubt. Yeah. Lord, we ask for materialistic things. But I'm coming to you today, Lord, to ask you for a spiritual blessing. Oh, God, keep us on this mountain as long as you see fit, God. Oh, God, we thank you for the high in our spirit, God. We thank you, Lord, for the regeneration, God. In the name of Jesus, Lord. Oh, God, they carry the name anointed way, God. But we ask that you anoint them doubly tonight, God, that we could hear what does say the Lord under your anointing, God. In the mighty name of Jesus, God, give them what to say, God, in the name of Jesus, and strengthen their bodies tonight, God. Oh, God, I thank you, God, to carry the title anointed. And I know, God, when you're anointed and it's used, you become weak and got to be refilled again, God. We ask that you refill us tonight, God, in the name of Jesus, Lord. And we ask those that's on the line, if you stand in need of anything, they're going to teach us <laughs> and then pray for us. And I thank God for that. Ladies and gentlemen, oh. elders, Frederick and Mariana Marley, God bless you. Amen. Amen. More security. Wow. Wow. wow, 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 is all I can say, Mother. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Sometimes there's no words. Yes. And as our Apostle Mother Eve, and I hear Apostle Walter on tonight, we're yes. we're still kind of in the afterglow of last night, Apostle Walter. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Awesome. Let me tell you, people, if you aren't coming on on Wednesday nights, the same number, same 
exact time, you are missing out. Oh, oh, we had a move of God in <laughs> God's glory oh, God. last yes, night. Yeah. It was awesome. It was awesome. We didn't want to get off the phone. We just wanted to. To, to jump in and stay in there and splash around and swim <laughs> in that living water. We did we had an awesome teacher. Our Apostle Walter is uh, just giving us such great words. And so I yes, just encourage yes. you, if you have not been on on Wednesday nights, uh, mm-hmm. to come on. Same number as this tonight. It's the yes, same time. Yes. And you will be blessed. So Thank now God. it yes. is my privilege and my honor to introduce... Uh-huh. My better half, Elder Frederick, he has a beautiful word for you tonight. Yes, um, God. I will share that he has labored much over this message. And Thank when he you. finishes tonight, you will understand and know why. Because this is right where we are all at right now as a body of Christ. This is what we need to heed. Heed this word, not just from Elder, because this word that has been given to Elder Frederick has come right from the throne of grace. Thank you. So I ask you to prepare your hearts, be open, receive what the Spirit would speak unto you individually, and then if you would so like to share, we would be more than happy to hear your testimony, and also I do. Um, we share with you there is a lot of scriptures, and I know you know you have trouble sometimes keeping up and writing notes. I know yes, I just, amen. to be posted. <laughs> For this reason, we will post this uh, later on our page. It will be on both Elder Frederick's and mine and also um, our Apostle Mother Reva's. We will post Please. this. Hopefully, we will be able to make the recording as it is uh, being recorded. Amen. So now I'm um, exciting to see what God is saying and what he's going to do tonight with all of us. And now I am excited to introduce you Elder Frederick. And, of course, he is going to minister first in his beautiful singing voice, yeah. which I love. <laughs> all I love. right, all right. <laughs> okay, Elder Frederick. Amen. Well, I was going to sing a different song, but... I'm going to sing another one (laughs) because, well, I'll explain it to you when I'm done. Only believe. Yeah, yeah. Only believe. All things are possible. Only believe. Lord. 
Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Well, I, I thought I was saying that one because you know, we have to believe. Yes. We have to believe the Word of God before we can put it to work in our lives. We must. You know, believing is how we got into the kingdom. You believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God, that he paid the price for our sins on the cross and rose again from the dead. If you don't believe that, then you can't be saved. You believe that, you're in the kingdom, and then believing the word of God is, is how we grow. We, You know, you believe, which is faith, and we grow by faith, by receiving the word. So I would, that's it. You know, it's simple. Only believe. <laughs> that's, that's all you got to do. Yeah. You know, well, you know, and then their faith, faith without works is dead. But, you know, anyhow. But we're not going to chase that trail because <laughs> you can get off so easy. Because the Word of God is, you know, it's like Apostle Walter said, this is so rich, it's so full of stuff, and it's so easy to take off on this and take off on that because it's all connected and it's all good. But tonight we're going to talk about flesh again. Yes, yes. This is part two. Yes. The cure. Now, we're going to elaborate a little bit more on flesh and exactly what it is. We're going to read a few scriptures to you first, and then then we'll dive in. 1 Timothy 6.6, but godliness with contentment is great gain. Now, that's a scripture that's uh, very good for warring against flesh, which we're going to talk about. Philippians 4, 11, and 12, not that I speak in respect of want, this is Paul the Apostle writing, for I have learned in whatsoever state I am in, therewith to be content. I know how, both how to be abased, and I know how to abound. Everywhere and in all things I am instructed both to be full and to be hungry, both to abound and to suffer need. Uh-huh. Sounds like opposites. They come together in the Lord. Now, in Psalm 37, verses 3 and 4, Trust in the Lord and do good. So shalt thou dwell in the land, and verily thou shalt be fed. That's a good promise. Here's a better one. Delight thyself also in the Lord, and he shall give thee the desires of thine heart. Amen. That's nice. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. sure. Okay, 2 Peter Chapter 1, verse 3. According as his divine power hath given unto us all things that pertain unto life and godliness through the knowledge of him that hath called us to glory and virtue. We got it all. Yes, yes. Matthew 6, verses 31 through 34 is a little long, but it's... Therefore, take no thought, saying, What shall we eat? Or... What shall we drink, or wherewithal shall we be clothed? For after all these things do the Gentiles seek. For your heavenly Father knoweth that ye have need of all these things, he knows. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Hallelujah. Take no thought for the morrow, for the morrow shall take thought for the things of itself. Sufficient unto the day is the evil thereof. In other words, you've got enough to deal with what's right in front of you. Mm-hmm. That's right. So don't, be, right. don't be borrowing trouble off tomorrow. You'll get there soon enough. Mm-hmm. 
And usually when you worry about tomorrow, it don't work out the way you worried about it anyhow. In fact, I almost guaranteed it never will. So anyhow. That's right. That's a freebie. No charge for that. Okay. We'll deal with that. Yeah. We'll deal with the above scriptures in a bit. But right now, let's look even closer at what exactly flesh is. Now, you know, I have flesh in quotation. Well, you'll see on a printout. Flesh in quotation marks. Now, we know, okay, or I think we know, that it operates through the carnal mind. And you, you, you may be thinking, well, so there are lots of things like driving, cooking, baking, or any other skill. And you would be correct. Oh, now you're probably thinking, huh? <laughs> okay, let's dive a little deeper. Deeper yet. The carnal mind, okay, now this is just the carnal mind, does not understand or grasp things of God. spiritual things. That's right. Because it's it's carnal. Right. And it only understands carnal things. That is, things of this world that you can touch, smell, see, right. taste, or that can be understood by logic, like 2 plus 2 equals 4. Therefore, 4 plus 4 equals and on and on it goes. Okay, these are operations of the carnal mind. Okay, flesh. Uh-huh. Or the fleshly mind is a little more sinister in that the motivator is self. The big I or the big me. Okay, here's here's some of the thoughts. What's in it for me, or how am I going to look if I say or do this, or why would I help this guy out? He's a nobody. What can he do for me? See the focus. See the base of this. All right. These are some of the reasonings or thought processes of the flesh. Okay, you see the difference. Okay, flesh is the carnal mind on self. Mm-hmm. So it's okay. It's not just carnal mindedness. Okay, and like I said, these these are the process of the flesh, and they are quite selfish, and bear no resemblance to the fruit of the spirit. Now, if you study the fruit of the Spirit, you will not see any fruit of the Spirit in flesh or in self. Okay. Absolutely. That's right. Now, have you seen any of this around you lately? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, this stuff abounds. It abounds in the world. You you know, you've got... All kind of people out there, not just the professional sports guys, um, everybody out there beating their chest, talking about, you know, me, 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 I, 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 I. But unfortunately, we see it in the church also. Now, not mine, all of, okay, don't <laughs> throw, that, throw that in there just so you all know. The Lord is not pleased when his children behave like the world. 
Okay. Now, we can plainly see why the Apostle Paul said in Romans 7.18, for I know that in, that in me, that oh, is, that's in right. my flesh, well, no good thing. Right, that's right. Oh, mm-hmm. that now that clarifies it perfectly. Cause I used to wonder. I used to wonder whether it's like, well, well, what's wrong with your flesh? You know, you know, doesn't your arm work right or what? No, you see, he's talking about this flesh, which is different different than physical flesh. Okay, just like we discussed in the last uh, flesh part one. You know, you hold out your arm and say, this is my flesh. Well, that's your physical flesh. But we're talking about spiritual flesh. That's right. That's right. Okay, spiritual flesh. Big difference. Now, you may be wondering why we're spending so much time discussing flesh and not talking about the ways to deal with it. Well, we're going to get there. (laughs) But we must see clearly... Yeah, it must be crystal clear what we are up against so that we can correctly war against it and be victorious. It is a war, okay? Make no mistake. That's right. It is a war. You made Jesus Christ your Lord, you immediately entered a war zone. Mm-hmm. You think, oh, that's not good news. Well, here's the good news. He leadeth us in triumph. So we're gonna, we, we win. We get to win. Okay, enough of that. Now, think of it this way. If you're in a battle in the natural, and your enemy is shooting at you, you can hear bolts whizzing by or striking around you, but you don't know where he's shooting from. There is no way that you're going to defeat him. You have to know where. You have to, know, you have to see your enemy. And that's how it is with this. You see, we all, here's some more bad news. We all have flesh. Flesh. Okay, spiritual flesh. We were born with some of it. And some of it we may have developed on our own. Maybe with some help from friends, relatives, neighbors, and maybe even some pastors. Ooh. Sometimes they get it wrong, too. You know, so let's let's not get down on people that may have helped us. Let's not keep our flesh and remain subject to it. Okay, if we remain in our flesh, we will not live victorious and we will not be happy overcoming Christians. We will not be joyful because, as Paul the Apostle said, in my flesh dwelleth no good thing. Now, you can think about this. If we are to overcome, that means there's something working against us over which we must prevail. Hmm. Now, here's a, pro- here's a problem. We may be so familiar with this flesh that we're actually comfortable with it. And the scriptures or teaching against it seem wrong, which is why we must renew our minds with the word of God, thus putting on the mind of Christ. Okay, this is how we do it. Renew your mind. You know, you know, you know, uh, uh, (laughs) 
Romans 12, 2. Mm-hmm. Put you on the mind of Christ. Right. Renew, renew, you know, <laughs> Smith thyself, or whatever. Sometimes our life experiences don't line up with his word. But that doesn't mean his word is wrong. Okay, there's maybe just some things that we didn't understand. Or Galatians 5.17, For the flesh lusteth against the spirit, and the spirit against the flesh. That's right. Okay, we're dealing with spiritual flesh again, not not physical flesh. And these are contrary the one to the other, so that ye cannot do the things that ye would. You can see how you you got a battle there. There's a battle going on right inside of you, and those two are slugging it out. You're kind of like caught in crossfire. It's like, huh? That's right. That's right. <laughs> now, Genesis 6-3, the Lord said, My spirit shall not always strive with man, for that he also is flesh. Yet his days shall be in 120 years. And I just, the Lord just showed me that while I was uh, working on this message. He's, I thought, he is also, he's flesh. I thought, wow, I never saw that before. Just like when you're talking about the body, Apostle, you know, they're, huh, that's hot off the press. Yeah, like we, we like that. Anyhow, mm-hmm. yeah. If, if you knew that already, well, you know, you just smile and give me a thumbs up, whatever. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> <All right. laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Either way, it's good stuff. Yeah. Amen. Our God is not against us. He's not condemning us. Never, yes. never will He condemn you. And there, okay, there's a huge difference between condemnation and conviction. Right. Now, if you're under conviction. You may sort of feel like you're getting condemned, but he's not condemning you. He's not saying, you filthy sinner. No. Now, your heart may be saying that, you filthy. No, but God's not saying that. He's leading you to repentance. Okay, this is the purpose of conviction. Condemnation is to try and drive you unto death. A big, big, big difference. And that condemnation is always from the devil. Amen. Because our Lord died for us so that we could live. That's right. He knows what we're all about, as the the above scripture states. Okay, he knows that we're flesh. Right. Okay. Now, we need to know what we're all about (laughs) so that we can cooperate with him. Yes. He works in our lives and hearts. Cooperation is essential, for he will not force us to do anything, contrary to popular belief. He will not force you. We have free will. We can even decide against him. Mm-hmm. And he'll try to talk you out of it. You know, like, hey, hey, come on, come on, come on Apostle Walter, you know, you know this is right. No way, I'm not having any part of this. You know, the Lord will not force you against your will. That's right. That's right. He'll keep talking to you. He'll send people across your path. But if you stand firm in your refusal, mm-hmm. well, you can have your way. Yes. Because yes. you know, just you know, you think about Adam in the garden. Yeah. Adam and Eve. Now it was not the Lord's will for them to eat that fruit. Mm-hmm. 
Noah. But they ate it. <laughs> and you say, well, he let them. That was their choice. Mm-hmm. They were given That's right. that choice. Okay, we have choice also. That's right. Now notice that the scriptures tell us to be led of the Spirit, yes. which is the opposite of being driven by lusts and affections. Yes, Lord. Hmm. Yes. Now in Psalm 23, he says, He leadeth beside the still waters, hmm. and he leadeth in the path of righteousness. Right. That's right. In John uh, 10.27, Jesus said, My sheep know my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. Right. Follow. They follow. We follow. Jesus, you know, to all the the disciples, Jesus said, follow me. Mm -hmm. Follow me. That's what he said. Now, we know that there's a vast multitude of the disciples that quit following. He says that uh, after he said what he said, he said a vast, a great number fought, walked, turned away, and walked with him no more. Right. Okay. That's that right. was their option. That's right. Fifty-eight of them. That's right. He, he looked at the twelve and said, "You guys leaving too? <laughs> you're, you're leaving too? That's, you know, you don't have to follow me." Peter says, "You alone have the words of life." That's right. Where, where would we go? Amen. <laughs> we are sure that thou art the Christ. Yes. Yes. All right. So he said, "You know, we ain't going anywhere, John." You know, they did, they probably didn't like that any more than the other guys, but they said, "You have the words of life." Yes, Lord. They, but they continued to follow. They were led, and they followed. Now, are you being led in in whatever, or are you feeling driven or? Obsessed. I gotta, gotta, gotta. Think about it. Just think. You know, this Christianity is a thinking way of life. The Lord, you know, he he wants your. He said, "Love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy soul, with all thy mind, and all thy strength." Your mind is involved very much. Your mind. Because your mind and your heart are very closely connected. Yes, they are. That's right. That's right. Okay, delight thyself also in the Lord, and he shall give thee the desires of thine heart. Sounds good, huh? <laughs> okay, let's discuss this. All right. Is, is Rennie on? We're going to talk about him. <laughs> okay, let's say that Rennie desires with all his heart to be a bishop. Mm-hmm. Now, that's a good thing. And the Word of God says so in 1 Timothy 3 1. He that desireth the office of a bishop desireth a good work. That's right. Now, he's ready and he's chomping at the bit because he knows that everyone needs what the Lord has put in him. And he's got some good stuff. After a while, it seems like the Lord isn't paying attention to him and his calling. So he starts trying to make this happen on his own because the Lord is just moving entirely too slow. <laughs> really? Teach, brother. Teach, brother. That's right. Really? Yeah. yeah. About that. All right. <laughs> we're we're, we're, we're going to touch on this some more. This is, right here, this is where a pure 
holy and good desire can be turned into a lust through the operation of flesh. Yeah. Patience is required because, all right, that good desire, okay, the office of a bishop is of the Lord. Yes. The Lord gave him that. Right. So he, the Lord, will be working on him, be teaching him, pruning him, putting in wisdom and experience, and so much more, all of which are necessary to being a successful man of God. Now, this is success in God's sight, not the world's. Okay, they're not to be confused. You know, this is why the Word of God instructs us to wait on the Lord, mm-hmm. because we're not always ready for what we've asked for, even though it's a good thing and mm-hmm. something that He wants us to have. Huh? <laughs> All right, I'm going to tell you about this guy. His name is Fred. <laughs> I'll, I'll squeal on myself. You know, I don't, I don't want to embarrass other people. I'll embarrass myself. It's no big deal. I'll, I'll get over it. Okay, when I first gave my life to the Lord, I I, I just felt I was called to be a minister. And, and I thought, yeah, this is... And so in a year or two, it wasn't real long, I thought, I'm ready. I am ready. Just, you know, show me an open pulpit somewhere, and I'll tell you, yeah, I'm ready. <laughs> not. Capital N-O-T. I was, I was not, even, not even close. But I didn't know that then. I thought, I mean, the Lord gave me a lot of revelations early on, and uh, he did. He really did, and I loved it, but I wasn't ready. I wasn't even close to ready, but I thought I was. Uh Well, the Lord has been working on me and working on me and pruning me, and uh, Uh I, I got more screwball ideas in my head than I have time to count, and... I stumbled a lot and took a lot of knocks in the head and the bones thick and all this and all that. But the point being, the Lord was working on me. Well, now I am a minister on talk shoot, and I am ready. And I have some experience. I have a lot of experience to back up what I'm saying. I can tell you how to do things right, and I can tell you how to do things wrong, too. Now, I don't, uh, you know, I'll always say don't do things, you know, I advise against the wrong because you won't like the outcome. Obedience to God is always the best. It may not look like it. Uh-huh. It may not look like it. But obedience to him, to his word, will bring you peace yes. in your life. Yes. Okay, let's let's try another one, <laughs> just for fun. It's in your heart to help support orphanages worldwide. This is just this is you know just a fictitious scenario. And see, these kids are brought up in the Lord. Now that would be an excellent desire, don't you think? 
That will take gobs of cash, won't it? So you start praying for gobs of cash. And nothing seems to be happening. And you start wondering, Lord, didn't you hear me? Look at it from his perspective. Okay. Now, he's the Lord. Yes. Yes. He wants to answer your prayer and give you the desire of your heart. Okay. This back the desire of your heart. But first, first things first, he has to train you to handle big money. Now, there is training involved. It's not, you know, there are things that we don't think of when you don't have a lot. Things change. Now, he'll ramp you up gradually on that, so it'll probably take some time. Now, what if there's a spirit of covetousness lurking in you of which you are unaware just maybe. Now, just because you're unaware doesn't mean that he is. Now, if he leaves that thing in you and blesses you with the mountain of cash that you're praying for, it could be to your destruction. He certainly doesn't want that. He loves you. He died for you. You're thinking, my destruction? (laughs) How so? How could that be for my destruction? Well, covetousness is a fairly strong spirit. And remember, you can covet anything. Okay, so it's not just money. You can covet houses, cars, you name it, you can covet it. And this spirit follows money around pretty closely. So if there's covetousness in you already, and all of a sudden you've got this big load of money, that spirit will probably go... It's like Daffy Duck. Mine, 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 all mine, all mine, all mine. And now that blessing isn't such a blessing anymore. You're going down. Ooh, that's not good. He wants, he wants to bless you. He died for you. He wants you to live. Our Lord knows what he's doing. And he knows us intimately. Remember, he works within us. And we're often unaware of his working until after the fact. Do you ever notice that? Sometimes you look back and say, oh, yeah, that's what he was doing. Oh, okay, yeah, I see now. Just like, all right, I'm telling you about my calling. All right, clear back then, the 30s, over 30 years ago, I thought I was ready. I look back now and think, Oh, boy, it's a good thing. I'll tell you what. If I would have gotten the pulpit back then, I probably wouldn't even be in ministry now. I probably would have self-destructed. And so, anyhow, God knows. The Lord knows. Our Lord knows what he's doing. Yes, he does. Remember, he works within us. And and I'll say again, we're often unaware of his working until after the fact. Sometimes you get to see while it's happening, but a lot of times we don't see until after. Hmm. 
We must trust wholeheartedly in our Lord and be patient with him. <laughs> we got to be patient with him. You've been probably thinking, oh, yeah, I know he's patient with me, but me be patient with him? Well, I don't know about you, but in my dealings with him, the Lord, I usually want him to move faster than he usually does. <laughs> For real. You think, why? why, why, why? Well, See, we desire for him to operate like a microwave. <laughs> and he typically operates more like a crock pot. Okay? He's, he's just slow coping. Let's, let's things simmer and work together. And when the Lord gets involved in this thing, you know, something large or small, he takes his time. Okay? He doesn't jump into something and wham, bam, you know, and throw things around. No, he, he goes at it. And more than likely, he was already working on it before we even knew about it. And when he's done, there are no loose ends. He wraps it all up. Right. He is the Lord, and we must trust implicitly in him, knowing that he has our best in mind. He really does. Yes. He's the Lord. Yes. He loves us. You know, we have a couple of, before we go on, the Lord gives us, you know, like like I said before, choice. And even if we choose against him, even if we choose something that will destroy us, he'll let us have it. Because that's our choice. And he honors that ability to choose. He honors that. He will not take away our choice. And sometimes it, it seems like, well, he doesn't care. Well, he does care. He died for us. He loves us more than we conceive. And and, and more and more, I'm, I'm just... I'm just blown away with his love for us and his care. But his care, you know, the only time he'll override your deciding is if you're going to hurt or destroy another believer. And they're praying against you doing what you're doing, and he may stop you, but it's only because, you know, not because he's overriding your will of your own free will, but you're going to destroy somebody else, and he'll step in. But apart from that, you have. He honors your decisions. Hmm. Okay, what do I do with this stuff? (laughs) First things first, which is recognition. Right. We must recognize the enemy lurking. That's right. That's right. When we do finally recognize it, then we have to admit it's actually there. Yeah, ooh, I got this. Yuck. Well, now this can be pa- uh, difficult or even painful, really, because we as the children of God really don't want to admit that there is garbage in us that needs to be tossed out or dealt with. Just, you know, that's not something you want to, you know, I got junk in me. Yuck. But 
you know, as the saying goes, <laughs> we got to face the music. But we're not alone in this. For if we are seeing something, all right, he already knows all about it. And he's ready, willing, and able to help. Because, you know, you think about it. If you're seeing something, he has led you to that. He has brought you. If you, if you remain blind, well, uh, you'd be on your way to destruction. He loves us. He loves us far more than we even realize. Now, we're getting to some good news here. Second Corinthians chapter 10, verses 3, 4, and 5. For though we walk in the flesh, that is your body, we do not war after the flesh, the spiritual flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. Now that sticks out a little better to you, huh? But mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds, casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalteth itself against the knowledge of God, and bringing into captivity every thought the obedience of Christ. Now, there's a lot there. Philippians 4.8, Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report, if there be any virtue and if there be any praise, think on these things. Okay, there's, we can overcome with these two scriptures. Look at them. They are, they're the key. They are, these two scriptures are the key to winning this. These strongholds, okay, we're talking about, they call them strongholds that exalt themselves against God and the knowledge of him are in our minds. In our minds and our hearts. Your mind and your heart are extremely closely related. These are the things that need to be cast down or crucified. It is death to self or the flesh. Now, it's not an instant cure or a quickie fix because determination, determination on our part is necessary. We must be more determined to be free and our adversary is to keep us bound and or defeated. Okay, it's, it's not going to come overnight. It may come reasonably quickly, but it t- it'll take a little time. All right, now I'm going to give you an example. If you have road rage, okay, you could possibly have a spirit of rage and need deliverance. But even after that, must be diligent to obey Philippians 4 8 and not allow the devil to set up shop again in your mind and your heart. Okay? How do you do that? Think on, you said, if there be anything true, anything lovely, if they're honest, if there be any virtue, if you think on these things, think on these things. All right, I'm going to talk about Freddie again. Um, I used to have angry thoughts all the time. Well, naturally, (laughs) I was building up these strongholds in me, in my mind, in my heart. And so every now and then, uh, 
something happened, I'd just freak out. I'd, I'd be ready to, uh, well, or one time I was changing oil, and it, it went bad, and I was about ready to put a hammer through the windshield, you think. Where'd that come from? <laughs> well, I had been thinking angry thoughts, and that fortress was being built up in my mind. That stronghold was being reinforced by my thoughts. And then, in an unguarded moment, out it came. And so I had to repent, of course, you know, for my anger. And I finally got a, you know, <laughs> I learned that obedience to the Word of God, that is not thinking on nasty or ugly or anger-producing thoughts, you can, help your, you can help yourself out. And this, you can do this with anger if, if you've got um, sexual lust, if you've got lust for money, any anything like this, think on the Lord. Be content. You know, he said, be content with such things as ye have. Godliness with contentment is great gain. Now you say, well, I don't have a lot. That doesn't mean you can't be content. Contentment in him is what he wants. Does the Lord desire for you to have more? Yes, he does. Think about the children of Israel in the wilderness. They were in the wilderness. They were in the desert, and he kept them fed. He kept them. They never lacked, but all they had was enough for the day. His desire was to bring them into the promised land where they had plenty and more. But he, had to, he was trying to train them through the desert, to look to him, to trust in him, to know that he had their best in mind. They would, they, well, you know the story, they would have no part of it. They weren't interested. Every time they came to a, uh, a little bit of a test, they said, why are you trying to kill us? Why did you bring us out here to kill us with thirst, to kill us with hunger? We had it better off where we were. No, they did. But they refused to see that the Lord was their provider, that he loved them, that he would, he kept them, he kept them where of the natural, there was no possibility of them being kept, yet he kept them, but they refused to see that. Back to the, <laughs> dealing with the road raging, all right, this is simple, but not necessarily easy. What you think about regularly or dwell on will take root in your heart, which I just told you about. Well, let's say some guy cuts you off in traffic, and you're instantly furious and ready to take him out. Uh-huh. And, hmm, how about that? You know, maybe ugly things come out of your mouth, and you think, where'd that come from? <laughs> okay, the immediacy of the violent reaction shows you that it came out of your heart. Okay, you you can't just say, I read you double, you know. No, it came out of your heart. I mean, ooh. Now, <laughs> you can calm yourself down by saying, the wrath of man worketh not the righteousness of God. And you get yourself calm back down. Okay, but when you get home, the issue is still there that needs to be dealt with. Flesh. That. That 
take these script, the scriptures, obedience to his word, once again, is key. You can overcome any flesh. Like I said, you know, you, you may have a spirit hanging around, hanging around you that you need to be delivered from, but after that, you still must obey his word. You know, if, if you dwell on anger, if you dwell on, on lust or anything else, all right, just like when you're watching TV, you don't like what's on there, change the channel. <laughs> change the channel. Right. Jesus, he tells us, Philippians 4, 8, what, what to do. How He tells us how to overcome. He wants us living a good life. Well, we sure heard a lot tonight about the flesh. Thank you. Thank you, Elder Frederick. Um, the Lord has just put on my heart to read 1 Corinthians as a, a summing up of this in verse 26. For ye see your calling, brethren, how that not many wise men after the flesh not many mighty, not many noble are called. But God hath chosen the foolish things of the world to confound the wise. And God hath chosen the weak things of the world to confound the things which are mighty. And base things of the world and things which are despised hath God chosen. Now, it wouldn't be what we would choose. Yea, and things which are not to bring to naught things that are. And first, 29, 1 Corinthians chapter 1, that no flesh, put this in your heart, put this in your mind, highlight it, that no flesh should glory in his presence. But of him are ye in Christ Jesus, who of God is made unto us wisdom and righteousness and sanctification and redemption. You see, it's the work that he is doing. Verse 31, that according as it is written, he that glorieth, let him glory in the Lord. And even when Paul says, if I boast, my boast is in the Lord. So you see, we have to learn to die to this flesh. And as our elder shared with tonight, there are so many things in our flesh, and we don't even sometimes realize that it's our flesh. Sometimes, you know, all right, take for instance, I felt this person was picking on me. And, you know, it appeared to be that they were picking on me. But you see behind it, the reason why I was reacting the way that I was is because I didn't realize it, but I had self-pity and I had pride. And I was not happy with what was being said to me, even though it was true, because I wasn't really recognizing that the whole thing behind it was a spirit of pride. Mm-hmm. So the wow. Lord will show you, if, if you're open, you know, I say it this way, if you don't, if you get over the flesh, you overcome the flesh, there are not that many buttons there for Satan to push. But if you don't overcome the flesh and you allow these things to remain in you, he's got lots of buttons to push and you will be dealing with it even as um, Elder had said, you know, sooner or later something might come up and something will come out of your mouth and you'll be like, wow, where did that come from? Well, that was something that was a root in your heart. And we need to get these roots out of us. Even the Word of God says having laid the axe to the root. You can cut a tree down, but if you don't get the roots, how many of you know sooner or later that tree is going to start growing up again? 
Matthew. We have things in our lives that we've got some roots, and we need to ask the Lord to pull it out by the root, Lord. I don't want you to just chop it off so nobody can see it, because you know what? I know it's still there, because the root is still there. So take it out by the root, Lord. And I believe that this is the spiritual walk that God has ordained for his children. We all have things in our flesh that we have to overcome. And we see that he does allow us to glory in him. He is our glory, not our flesh, not us. It says down here that he chooses the foolish things of the world to confound the wise. And he chooses the weak things of the world to confound the things which are mighty. So he's not looking for the mighty. He's not looking for the wise. He's looking for the weak and the foolish things, the chosen that he knows will rely upon him and will look unto him, that is, vessels unto him. And not that our flesh should glory in his presence, but he gives us in 31 that according as it is written, he that glorieth, let him glory in the Lord. So I believe tonight we've probably opened a number of things to you, a lot of things that we are all overcoming as the body of Christ. I believe this year we are going to see, we have been getting so many prophecies and so many confirmations, and God says, behold, I will do a new thing. This is a new season, a new year, and a new work in each one of us. He's given us the new wineskin so that we can partake of the new wine. How many of you know the Word of God says you can't patch up the wineskin because it'll leak? You want that new wine, but you don't want a new wineskin. Well, guess what? It's going to leak. And he's not patching up the mess that we have. But he wants to give us brand new wineskins. He wants us to learn to walk in the Spirit not in the flesh. And even if I may quote last night, our apostle Walter closed with this scripture in Luke 21, 28, look up to God and lift up your heads for your redemption draweth nigh. Hallelujah. We give you honor and thanks and praise, allowing us to share this with you tonight and just let God have his way. Yeah. Ask him. Ask him if there's something that you're battling in the in the flesh. Just ask him, and he'll help you see it, and he'll also help you overcome it. Amen. 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 We thank the Lord. We wow. thank the Lord. We're going to ask uh, Apostle Walter. Sean and them is on the line, but they're on mute. But this is such a beautiful lesson right behind each other. I'm going to ask Apostle if he has some remarks that he would like to share instead of asking everybody to come on. If there's a special guest on, Tammy, we ask that you let them know and, and open up the, uh, the mics. There was noise in the background, so we did have to mute somebody. So we're going to ask Apostle would he like to have some words, and we want to ask our elder manna. I stand in the need of prayer, and I just want you to know that I want you to pray that God continues to strengthen me. That's all I ask, that I may continue in his work. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord, everybody. Praise the Lord. Praise ye the Lord. Uh, <laughs> that the word tonight, um, in lieu of last night, was a combination of, of, of authenticity and awesomeness for our souls, for our spirit. It was. I mean, I'm not saying it for my behalf from last night. No, no, no. I always say, I always relegate myself and put God forth, you know, because that's his word that we're talking about. It's not mine. It's not Fred's. 
It's not man, it's nobody, it's God's word. Obedient, to be obedient to it is to to recognize that he has a he has a wrath. He has a wrath. God has a wrath and he and he has and he has so much sweetness and so benevolence in him for us because he wants us to grow and he wants us to prosper. And, mm-hmm. and 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 really, to be honest with you, I really I've collected. I had a ball over here tonight. Listening, this brother is bad. I mean, he said it. <laughs> I mean, he got he got right into it. And 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 he said he sound like well, we sound like twins. We were just like hitting. The, I was playing ping pong with him tonight because I know what he's talking about. And I, I imagine all the stewards and all the saints, all the beloved out there in the chat room. I know you all guys agree to it because he was just teaching and preaching the brothers, he did it right. He did it right. I ate good. Amen. Amen. I still got my lap napkin on, you know, so so, so all I just wanted to say that to everybody, just be encouraged. In other words, when the devil come at you, don't forget, he's snaggletooth now. Don't forget, God took his teeth out, too, when he took the keys. So he, so what's the devil going to do? Is he going to, what's he, he going to gum you to death? Listen, <laughs> you, you don't have to fear that joker because he is just, he's a defeated foe, like like Apostle Mother Reva says, you know, he's a defeated foe. So God bless everybody. You know, I just wanted to, uh, oh, and uh, uh, Mother, uh, I just wanted to let you know that, you know, the first check I gave you for saying what you had to say about me, you know, earlier, I know I, I might have to owe you another check, okay? So, you know, you're breaking me, mother. You know, <laughs> when you, you were saying how everything was so nice last night and everything, but I, I'm just kidding with you. But I thank you for that, for that, um, uh, the, the gratitude of of of, uh, of of appreciation. I thank you so much, and I, I love brother Fred, and God bless everybody. So I'm going to turn it back over to you. Amen. I'd also like to mention, if there's anybody that has any special uh, questions, uh, Apostle Mother Reva, uh, you can give them, you know, our Facebook page. We would be happy to, to share anything that we could with them. Yes. Hallelujah. Anybody have anything to say? I bless you, Mother Reva. <laughs> God bless you. <laughs> Who's that, Mother Smith? It's Cheryl. Who? Cheryl and Craig. Yes, yes, yes. Oh. This is uh, Elder Manor's friends. God bless you. Oh, okay. <laughs> so good to hear your voice. <laughs> we write uh, we write back together on Facebook that I never heard yeah. your voice but once, so now I know it. That's so good to hear from you. Well, I can't wait to meet all of you. Oh, my, my, my. Mm-mm. All right. You hear that, Elder Manor? Yes, amen. I <laughs> sure do. We're going right. to all church somewhere, either Philly or Timlin, but we are going to get together. I know the Lord's going to do it. Mm-hmm. Yes, it is. <clears throat> we declare it in the name of Jesus. Yeah. Oh, that made my heart just rejoice and rejoice. <laughs> Thank yeah. you for coming on. Thank you for taking the time. Oh, Just yeah. to say, God bless you. You don't know. Mm-hmm. You know, if we get together like this down here, what's going to be like in heaven? Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. 
Woo, I could just feel, don't start me. I had a breakdown on here last night. <laughs> this, oh, my God. Thank you, Lord. Glory. Just Thank think you. about it. You thought about when the saints do go marching in. <laughs> Whoa, my God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. What a joy of rejoicing that will be. Yes. We all see Jesus. We will sing and shout. Hallelujah. Oh, my Lord, my Lord. Hallelujah. You know, even after I hung up last night, I couldn't talk. I still jumped down my room. <laughs> we were so excited we couldn't even eat. <laughs> oh, well, I didn't get that excited. <laughs> Is Craig on, Cheryl? What? Is Craig on? Yeah, I'm yeah. on too. Hi. Oh, no. Hi, Craig. <laughs> God bless you all. I love you so much. Oh my goodness, we oh, love, love you. you. God bless. God bless. God bless. I'm just. We're just having church tonight. Yes, yeah. we are. Yeah. Yes, we are. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> Thank you. Ooh, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Lord. <laughs> you know what? Thank the you, Mother. I feel. I feel a turning. Uh, we definitely are praying for you. We know you've got a lot on your plate, but I just kind of feel in the spirit that the Lord would like for you to lift up a prayer for Craig and Cheryl tonight. Well, bless the Lord. Mm. <laughs> oh, my Jesus. <clears throat> what an honor. And I have my daughter, Sean, on here tonight. To you met Sean. God has given Tammy. Let her say something. Thank you. Hey, Shawnee. Hi. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> you had a birthday, didn't you? Yes, I did. Yeah, wonderful. <laughs> a year older, but still 16. Oh. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Oh, that's beautiful. Oh, my God. All right. All right. The Lord is granting me a lot of children. Amen. And I thank God for that. It's no greater joy out of all the titles that we could have for her. Oh, God, thank you. Because he took the time to tell John. Behold your mother, so there is an appointment. I'd rather be called mother than anything else. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, you, Jesus. Oh, Lord, I can't seem to thank you enough. Lord, you're increasing us, Lord, on the line, Lord, even the quality of those of us that's on here that come everybody speaking about you, Lord, and their deliverance and how we're on our way somewhere, God. Oh, God, we all on our way to heaven, God. Amen. Oh, God, if I feel like this and I'm still on the earth, God, Oh, just to imagine how it's going to be when we get to behold your face, God. Oh, God, that's all we want to do is just to behold your face, God. We ask you tonight, God, that you 
look around in everyone's private space where they are right now, God. I ask you to reach Craig and to reach Sean, God. <laughs> yes, Lord. Thank you. Reach them, God, and the needs of their life, God. We can pray for this and we can pray for that, but you know what they stand in need of, God. We ask you, God, to meet their need tonight. Lord, they found it not robbery to come on the line, God. In the name of Jesus, they never laid eyes on me, God, and me not on them or apostle, God, but we say the word, we love you. Oh, God, that came from you, God. You said no greater thing is there than a man laid down his life, and you laid down your life, God, and when you picked it up, you had Sean in your mind, you had Craig in your mind, you had the elders in your mind, you had Apostle and Tammy and I in your mind, and Lorenzo, all of those that's on, and in the chat room, you had us in your mind, God. We want to say thank you, God, and I'm asking those that's under the sound of my voice, whatever you're saying in me, God is saying, speak it to him right now humbly. He knows already, but sometimes, like, we want to just hear his voice. He wants to hear us, too, saying, Lord, I need you to touch me tonight, God. I need you, God, to deliver me tonight, God, in the name of Jesus. But more than that, I need a stronger keeping power, God, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, I breathe through this line, God. Breathe on every soul, God. Remember the Marlies, God. Oh, God, I thank you tonight. Remember Apostle Walter tonight, God, for he don't speak much about certain things, but the evidence of you lifting him higher, God, is in the proof. Thank you, Thank you, Jesus. Yes, Lord, I thank you for higher lifting, God. And, God, I'm asking you to lift Sean tonight, God. Lift Craig tonight, God. Oh, God, don't let him leave this line to say Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 Can we just give God a few minutes of praise? Yes, right where you are. Lord, we worship you. Oh, we worship you. Yes, God. Glory, glory. Thank you. Glory, glory, glory. Blessed be your name. Yes, Jesus. Blessed be your name. Hallelujah. 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 Praise you, Lord. Oh, God, I like you. I love you. I adore you. Oh, God, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Blessed be your name. Hallelujah. Glory. Hallelujah. 
Hallelujah. To be praised and adored. So we lift up holy hands in one accord. Singing, blessed be the name. Blessed be the name. Blessed be the name of and we don't have to because tonight, Lord, we know. We know each one, our precious Cheryl, our precious Lord that you brought into our fold. We know tonight in the spirit, Lord. We thank you, Lord, that you are binding us together with love, Lord. We thank you that you're uniting our hearts together as one, Lord. We thank you. We give you honor. We give you honor. We give you thanks. We give you praise tonight, Father. Lord, that you would choose us, the weak things of the world, to confound the wise, Lord. We thank you that we are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, that our names are written in the Lamb's Book of Life. We are joint heirs in Jesus Christ. We are royalty, and we are placed position in Jesus tonight. At the yes, right hand, Lord. we thank you. We give you honor. We thank you tonight, Lord. Yes, we Lord. bless you. Yes, we, we bless you. Amen. 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 Good night, Cheryl and Craig. Good night, and may the Lord continue to be with you. Amen. Good night, Dawn. Good yes. night. Yes. Good night. Amen. Yes. God bless. Amen. We love you. Kisses and hugs. We love you. We love our family. We love our family. Love, love everybody. Good night, John Boy. Good night, everybody. Good night. Oh, that was a good one. Good night, everybody. Yeah, that'll stop you. Good night. That'll stop all of y'all. I love Stop you it. all, too. I love, love you, you too. Tammy, all right. Good night. We love you. Good night, Tammy, girl. Hey, Tammy, we got 10 minutes. I'll do it. Love you. Love you, too. Uh- Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.